An analysis article on thebmj.com argues that to reduce premature mortality, policies should focus on getting fully inactive people to do a little physical activity, rather than strive for the entire population to meet the current physical activity recommendations. I'm Helen MacDonald, Analysis Editor, and I'm joined by Philippe de Soute-Barre, researcher at Toulouse University Hospital, France, to discuss his article, Global Health Agenda on Non-Communicable Diseases. Has WHO set a smart target for physical activity? Philippe, could you begin by telling us what the current recommendations are for physical activity? Well, um, current recommendations for physical activity with um, public health uh, perspective recommend um, 30 minutes of uh, moderate to vigorous uh, physical activities per day for a total of 150 minutes per week or something equivalent like 75 minutes a week of vigorous activities, for example. Okay. And what's the science behind those recommendations? How robust are they? Um, this, uh, these guidelines were established 20 years ago in 1995. And the, the science behind this were mainly established from epidemiological data showing that, in general, uh, this uh, amount of physical activity reduced the risk of in general, cardiovascular disease, more particularly uh, coronary heart disease. So there is an association. There is no causal relationship, of course. There is an association. And from this uh, first guidelines in 1995 uh, to date, uh, a lot of research with epidemiological data show that the reduced risk is not only with relation to the coronary heart disease, but also with relation to other non-communicable disease and also uh, mortality. And exercise has really risen on the, on the global health agenda, and, and you write at the start of your piece about the global action plan that took place in 2013. Tell us a bit about what, as a global community, we're hoping to achieve with exercise over the coming years. The World Health Organization established a set of goals for reducing global mortality, uh, premature mortality for the horizon 2025. And the goal for physical activity particularly is to reduce the, the prevalence of physical inactivity by 10%, physical inactivity based on the, the current guidelines. Okay. And so... Based on these um, ideas um, coming from the Global Action Plan and also the current recommendations, you've put forward an argument saying, have we got it right? Are we concentrating on the right goal here for physical activity? Or should we think about something slightly different? Um, why do you question that, um, that recommendation? Or what, what do you, how do you think it could be improved? Yes, um what I argue is that um, uh, the, the guidelines of 150 minutes per week were established by um, a, a qualitative analysis. I mean, there is no uh, quantitative analysis for date uh, to date uh, showing that this is the minimum required amount of physical activity. And what I argue is that maybe less than recommended levels uh, can promote uh, health and prevent 
So in a way, we should lower the bar a bit in terms of the goal we're trying to achieve so that we get a greater number of people to do something um, rather than strive for something which perhaps is unrealistic for, for a lot of people. Yes, this is a real issue because some people are not uh, able to do a physical activity to the extent of the current public health guidelines on physical activity. And some of them just don't want to do it, to spend uh, 150 minutes with physical activities. So um, by reducing the bar, maybe we can increase the number of people doing something and people who will certainly benefit uh, from these low levels of physical activity. So we're saying perhaps lower the bar, keep that ideal goal there in the distance, but try and get more people to do something. How would that alter either the conversations that doctors are having with patients now um, or the policies that people like the WHO or specific countries might set out? Well, I feel a few studies have shown that in general uh, doctors, when they... Uh, advise patients with relation to physical activity. They focus in, in, in the guidelines, which is which is normal because the guidelines are the core message now. Uh, by changing this, by lowering the bar uh, with relation to, to to the amounts of physical activity, maybe doctors will uh, base their advice more in the those response relationship between physical activity and health promotion rather than on the threshold approach. I mean, the, the approach that means that everybody must uh, reach the minimum recommended. And thinking at a, a broader level about policies or um, guidelines that might be drawn up by various bodies in different countries, interestingly, you say that in many countries there aren't fixed policies at the moment about what should be recommended. Yes, that, that's true. There is a, a recent uh, a recent review about uh, policies, and this uh, review showed that uh, in low and middle income countries, just uh, a few uh, countries have policies specifically designed for physical activity. So it's a, a global uh, public health issue that's not uh, really addressed at present. And at the same time, there are some countries who do have quite good exercise policies. And within those, some of those countries already make recommendations similar to to that which you're saying. Um, for example, I think you mentioned Ireland as an example. Yes, of course. Uh, what I'm saying is not, um, I'm not the first one to say that. And uh, several guidelines highlight this, uh, those response relationship between physical activity and health promotion. Uh, the only problem is that most of the time the main focus is on minimum required physical activity. So uh, the main focus remains still the physical activity guidelines. So what do you think needs to happen from here, Philippe? What, what um, research is needed or what action is needed to try and test out some of these strategies and find out what the best thing to do is or what the advice should be? There are a lot of areas that could be developed in terms of research. For example, we could uh, just address the, the issue of the 
minimum required levels of physical activity for health promotion, not just accepting the 105th minutes. I'm not criticizing the 150 minutes, but what I argue is that we need maybe to uh, add to the critical analysis of the guidelines to add some quantitative analysis to really find a minimal uh, level of physical activity with relation to different health outcomes, of course. And this is just one aspect. Other aspects are also important, for example, um, developing uh, actions to promote physical activity in, in, in the youth because it's important that uh, we have had a good uh, relationship with the physical activity in the beginning of our life if we, need, if you, we uh, wish to continue uh, active in the future. Indeed. And at the same time as your article's being released, we've another article coming out making a very similar argument to, to that which you're making, but saying that particularly for older people, this this target recommendation at the moment seems too high um, and is out of the reach of many people. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yes, I, I agree with uh, Dr. Sparling and colleagues in his article. And um, yes, these um, recommended guidelines for are already difficult and is most uh, more difficult for people when they get older. And uh, it it could be an interesting advice for for older adults that are not able to to reach these minimum guidelines to increase anyway their level of physical activity as moderate, vigorous or even light activities. If you want to read more, Philippe's article and another article making a similar argument in elderly patients is now available on thebmj.com.